Welcome to WKBAG Studios. Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host for this week, Connor McCabe. And if you've been listening to this month's episodes, then you know Jeremy Schmidt, our usual host, has uh, received a mysterious letter in the mail where he he has give, been given the chance to hide out in this haunted hospital. And yeah, by the way, I didn't tell anybody. It's uh, we've got a themed month going. It's uh, haunted. Uh, and if he is able to hold out for the whole month, then he inherits the hospital. I am taking over for him. He had to go to uh, Best Buy uh, to to order to buy Alan Wake on the day it came out. Uh, but uh, here I am, filling in for him today. Uh, so I'm really excited to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about the game Spider-Man 2, which has been out for a week and a half. (laughs) That's the scary part. I couldn't do this alone, though. I am joined by three wonderful individuals today. Uh, First of which, I'll welcome back uh, uh, someone who I don't know if you've been on the show this year. And I promise, even though I'm talking normal, I promise uh, that... uh, uh, I am still scared, but I'm stumbled into this room here, and I'm gonna go ahead and pull open this uh, cadaver shoot. And who is it? Oh my goodness, it's my friend Matt Apodaca. I I don't know if I I don't know if I've been on the show this year. I did think it's possible. It is possible. I don't. I were you it on probably, a space? I probably solace? did do it. Were you on a space solace earlier this year where we draft I might the game? One or two even. Maybe. Um, I know you've been on, you know, just about every year in the past, but uh, here's about. here's what's about to happen, Matthew. Because, you know, it's your first time on the show, hypoth- hypoth- possibly this year, you know that everyone who comes on the show, they get their own individual sound effect for the entire year. So for every episode that people come on, uh, you get a sound effect. Matthew, we're about to play yours here. I'm going to go ahead and share screen, make sure I share the sound so you can hear this. Are you ready to hear your sound effect, Matthew? I... I was born ready. Okay, here we go. Say, fellas, did somebody mention the door to darkness? It's always been Matthew. <laughs> could you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I could hear that. Uh, I could hear it, and I did hear it. Wow. And uh, wow. Hey, I just wow. try to try to provide for you, pal. We had some Kingdom Hearts in there. We had uh, Goldfinger. We had Goldfinger, and we had uh, Matthew McConaughey clarifying that no one is allowed to call him Matt, and it tells tells a story, kind of a traumatic story about his mom growing up. Matthew, welcome yeah. back. Um, Thank you so much. I'm glad you to know, have you here. Yeah. Amongst my amongst my friends, you're the only person that calls me Matthew. What What is that? Am I just trying like because I'm like three weeks older than you? I'm trying to assert my possible <laughs> older brother nature. I think it's probably something to that, or maybe you feel protective of me in, uh, oh, yes. in a paternal sort of sense. Yeah. Well, I do feel protective over you uh, yeah. and territorial, so no one else is allowed to call you that except me. Not even That's uh, true. Not even your wonderful mother. Um, no. But Matt, we've, I'm pretty sure I'm feeling the presence of someone else in this scary haunted hospital. Oh my gosh, I think someone's hiding behind this desk because I did see earlier a giant pair of lady legs that are just legs they're not actually attached to a torso that walked by is really yeah i did see that as well and um when i rolled my tongue back into my mouth i was uh (laughs) actually very scared so scary oh my gosh look who it is if it isn't sean Diston. okay so (laughs) why why am i what's going on why am i why are we doing a podcast here like this feels crazy well i see it's more of 
that we happen to be here and we need an episode to go out this week. Okay. So I figured why not record what? one? Okay. All uh, right. I, why are you here? Why did you guys stumble into this hospital? You know, just looking for lady legs. Hey, well, buddy, they got them up. They got them uh, uh, just too many of them here. I kind of found uh, some. Uh, well, Sean. I, it's like two lady legs on the top, but then also like two lady legs on uh, the bottom as well. Sort of like mm-hmm. a, it's kind of scary like Kind of like a sort of Silent Hill character. Where yeah, like, very it's, much. it's pretty Unnerving. crazy stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you don't really know. Part of the horror is... <laughs> I'm also like this is like horny too, but I'm scared of it. That's oh, for the sure. it's scary what your reaction is to it. Yeah, yeah, big time. Let's um, just say I might give out more than one humana. <laughs> well, I think you're gonna be in a really good spot here, Matthew. Uh, Sean Distin, mm. welcome to the show. It's your first time, and as you just yes. heard me tell Matthew, I gotta play your 2023 sound effect. So how about we get oh, to that? All right, let's go ahead and pull it up right here. What what I appreciate about this as well is that you're also showing us um, the file, so mm-hmm. we yes. can see, we can confirm that it, it is. It does fact- say Sean D twenty twenty three, and it is confirmed. Twelve seconds long. Yeah, yep. this is the longer one, I think. Actually, I think we'll, uh, the next guest is pretty long. So here we go for Sean sound effect for the year. Sean, 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 Sean. Sean, 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 Sean. Sean. Okay, that's incredible. I mean, <laughs> hard really cut good. off at the end, but yeah. but I love it. And I guess the question is: so every year there's a new one. Does that one get remixed, or do you, do you does it start from scratch? Uh, as far as the sound effect goes, <laughs> oh oh, it's usually the way Jeremy has done it is uh is that it's a brand new sound effect. Sometimes there's theming, though. Like one Mm -hmm. of our good friends, Michael McCuller, is a big Resident Evil fan. And Mm. there's a recurring theme of a character says, like, stars or something in one of those. Do you play the series, Sean, at all? I haven't played a Resident Evil in a really long time, so I wouldn't. Yeah. I think stars is is like the special agent unit or something, Matthew. You might know. You've played RE4. I played RE4 and uh my my the thing the thing about Resident Evil to me is that I have played only Resident Evil 4 both the original and the remake. It so yes. the lore the lore to that series absolutely escapes me. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really understand it but uh but Sean, I know that you're looking for a new game right now and I highly I recommend four, Resident huh? Evil 4 remake. It's it's I'm great. Scared. I'm scared. It's we'll get you have it. a lot we'll of agency in that game. I feel like it is scary, but like you are, it's like a power fantasy also. Mm-hmm. So you can, I think it's great. You played this Connor as well. No, I'm playing through two though, mm-hmm. uh, which is on. Uh, I feel on like I PS4. maybe played two, yeah, a long time ago, but I don't know. Yeah, um, too scared. We'll see. Too scared. So I'm, I'm glad that you know we could. We're getting into the sound effect lore. It's really important. Uh, but we have one more, <laughs> one more person that I, we want to introduce because I can, I can hear him. Uh, I think, uh, is he tooting in this closet? Is this? I hear a lot of toots coming from this closet. Maybe I'll I open think it up. T- he's tooting. Oh my goodness! Look oh guys, guys, it's I'm sorry. Hines. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was tooting. I think there's <laughs> something off with this hospital. Yeah, I and was trying to keep the that. evil spirits away, and the only yeah. way I know how to do that is to toot something fierce. Oh hey, gosh! I mean, I don't see any evil spirits around here, so I think all right, 
before we play this this sound effect, you, Connor, said, I think the next guest is longer. And you are right. You confirm. It was negligible to even bring up because it's <laughs> truly one second. But I think it's important because this is lucky 13 and, seconds and long. It's a lucky That's 13, true. which is good. But I also want to say that I felt like mine was cut off so abruptly that it probably <laughs> could have been 13 seconds. So I'll just say equally, equally well, long. See, something that you like, I'm, I'll make you privy to at this time is mm-hmm. that Will texted me before the show and he's like, whatever you do, just make sure yeah. my sound effect is the longest. And that so makes it sense. Has that. No, yeah, that's, that's still, I understand Will to be like that. Yeah, I would ask yeah. the same thing. I am insecure and territorial, and I got a toot. <laughs> uh, what a gift you've been given. Uh, Will Hines, first time on the show. Why don't we hear your sound effect for the year? Here we go. Okay. I chose my path. You chose the way of the hero. And they found you amusing for a while, the people of this city. But the one thing they love more than a hero is... William. <laughs> I was like, I think I remember that quote. I don't know where it says. I think that is that from the the newest Spider Man movie where Willem Dafoe sort of. It's from. I'm pretty sure that's uh, Tobey Maguire's first Spider Man. Tobey. Okay, so it's the first one. Yeah, I think he topped his like those all all his line readings in that first Spider Man are iconic, but. he topped it in in No Way Home when he said, um, "Norman's on sabbatical, honey." Yeah, oh, that, yeah, yeah. that was pretty, when he said the honey. I was like, "Okay," I snapped at the. <laughs> um, I do want to say I am a little bit upset because Matthew Matt was called Matthew, Will got a William, and I was just Sean. And <laughs> of course, everyone knows my name is Jonathan. And oh yeah I'm, I'm just feeling a little disrespected but it's fine the I think hard the on. hard cut off and then the sort of cutoff. the cut off of your full name by only it's, calling you the little name it's tough yeah. it, it, it's tough but i'm still glad to be here i'm glad I'm glad to to and, chat video games and, and can i say too it was your full name was cut off but then also your shortened name was repeated so many times so many times as a, as if, as if a, a, as a taunt or something as a, it was a taunt it was a heckle and it's totally think, cool it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's fine i don't want to take you know, too much time who's to say like if the host has like you know an issue with just one of the three guests who's here <laughs> okay <laughs> who who could say nobody here could say, say. Uh, Nobody can say. No, and I do want to say I thought your full name was uh, Shauncey, but I guess no. I was wrong about no, that. No, no. Some people uh, think it's Chandre. It is actually Jonathan. Jonathan. Dang. <laughs> well, hey, if you come back next year, Sean, I promise okay. we're gonna remix that sound effect, and you're getting it at least a full Jonathan that's not cut off abruptly. Okay, great. It might not be Jonathan. And then, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's the end? Well. Um, also, it's for the year. This is, and yes. I'm just gonna. There's two months left, dog. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it calendar year or is Ca- it like calendar year? Okay. Well, yeah. I'd be glad to hear my full name in January. I love it. Uh, first episode of the year is just making amends. Um, not even video game related. <laughs> Folks, here we are in this haunted, scary hospital. But, you know, I figured we may as well talk a little video games. We are, like I already said, going to be talking about Spider-Man 2 for our main event a little later. Um, but first things first, uh, we've got some uh, because we have some new people on the show. I want to give you a chance to introduce yourselves. I mean, Matthew, we've, you've been here before. Uh, what right. do you have to say for yourself before we can 
hand the baton to our uh two esteemed guests here um say for myself it, yeah, what do you of, have to say for yourself you just like how do i plead i mean um <laughs> what fifth? do you mean <laughs> what do you do what do you want the people to know about you oh. what do you have going on out there uh you know just just old get played uh get played um is uh the video game podcast I'm on with uh, with Nick Weiger and Heather Ann Campbell. We just had Sean on. I mm -hmm. saw it's a big week for me and Sean. Yeah, uh, he he did my show, and then we did our show at the, the UCB Theater, and now I'm seeing him here again. He's Huge. probably sick of me by now. No, no, could never get sick. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. I'm well, immune. In fact, you know this show. Uh, and get played have the same. They release on the same day every week, so huge I, Monday for listeners to both shows. You might be the biggest guest in podcasting this week, Sean. Currently, yeah, I'm holding the record for most podcasts coming out on a Monday. Yeah, for and on Monday, two. The October thirtieth. <laughs> yeah, whatever Monday this is. Yeah, I will be the king of pods that that day. But well, you know, I'm I'm happy to be here to talk video games. I feel like we talked uh, about cyberpunk on your episode, Matt, yes. uh, on Get Played. And yeah, we talked about Spider-Man a little bit, but I'm happy to get into it more. I love it. Um, I mean, we'll we'll pivot to you, Sean. Um, welcome to the show. First timer here. I mean, I know you as a fantastic writer and an improviser, but what do you want the people to know about yourselves? Is there anything you want to shout out today? Um, well, I mean, I can just basically say like my video game history. I, you know, have had a bunch of the Playstations. I was a Sega kid, never really a Nintendo guy, but I played, you know, all the popular Nintendo games at like my friends' houses and stuff. And I liked a game, but in my adult life, I've just really tapered down. And then something happened around like year six or seven living in New York where I like maybe played Grand Theft Auto or something. And I just got back into it. And mm. um, I don't play that many games. Like I play a lot of the big AAA games like Spider-Man and The Last of Us and that kind of stuff. And then I have recently, I told Matt on his pod, like I recently started playing NBA 2K, which has become a real problem for me. Mm. Um it's a lot of money and and it's just like a endless amount of just sitting like doing work I'm, it feels like i'm doing my half hour of work when i play a game but um yeah i'm like a a video game fan i i wrote for the video game tv show adaptation of twisted metal yeah and um yeah that that was a really fun your experience. pitch was your pitch was to untwist i said that it should just be sort of like like parallel metal i thought mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all of it should be laid parallel to each other untwisted um i didn't get that pitch through but we got a lot of other fun stuff and it was a fun show to work on uh we talked a lot about video games and how to like make video games or tv shows feel like video games and so since then i've been maybe a little bit more fascinated with the video game stuff i've been playing more games but um yeah that's my sort of brief history very cool uh, I'd, I'd love that pitch too because it's like you know it's subversive you know the fans are going in thinking they're getting twisted metal but when mm -hmm, they get parallel mm -hmm. metal it might be jarring at first but I think they'll grow to like it and then I don't know but episode 9 or 10 is it getting twisted again yeah. I mean that's just good okay, storytelling that's crazy <laughs> can you even can they do that uh, well you're gonna have to watch to find out on okay. Peacock Um, but yeah like I I'm like a, I have like a PS5, which I recently got like 
last year. And I I think my thing is I'll play the big games that everyone's going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. And like other games, like, uh, you know, Elden Ring and like some of the other games that just require more from me, I'm just not, I just can't do. Sure. Well, but, I mean, um, yeah. got trophies behind you. I think the proof is in the pudding. Like you, mm, you, yes, you have limited time for games because you got some accomplishments. I think that's from winning a dance competition at a... <laughs> I don't even know what. Okay, that's cool. (laughs) But um, yeah, I've got some trophies that were written in magic marker behind me. Um, Yeah, huge. Well, so glad to have you on the show. Um, it you know just what how lucky we are to reunite you with Matthew again. We will. This is your first time on this show, but you've been on another show on our network that I host. Call me by your game a couple times. Um, we first had you on for one of our uh patreon exclusive episodes where matt was on this one we talked about miles morales that's right years ago yeah um we also came on to discuss uh batman arkham knight on your own solo episode i think very, last year yeah very timely game to talk about last year <laughs> yes of course uh well you but... saw they've just put out robert pattinson's suit in the game so we're talking it's in it was in on yeah. twitter yesterday yep they put it out and took it off immediately did they really yes um uh that was like i've got some news items for us and that is one of them where it was on only the epic game store for people who had bought i i one of the batman games through one of the arkham games through that store and then it's just immediate it was removed so i don't know what the story is but um will welcome yes. back i also know you as just a fantastic improviser and an actor i know you've been yes. you're sort of in a golden era of games for yourself but how do you want to introduce yourself? Um, what do you want the people to know about you? I'm a Virgo. Um, I'm an INFT, um, Myers-Briggs. Let's see, video game-wise, I basically never – well, I played them as like a little kid. I played like the Atari 2600 and like text adventure Zork games like in the mm. early 80s. Then like – I mean – and then got my driver's license and stopped playing video games until – 2018 when the spider-man ps4 game came out and i bought a playstation just to play that game wow then got obsessed with like all games and since 20 since september 2018 which is when that spider-man game came out i think um i've i've been in the mix of games a lot i've played a lot since then and if there's a big game that everybody's talking about i either do it or i think hard about it and Mm -hmm. make a conscious decision to say no um so I've I've kind of I'm I'm a relatively recent gamer, but I've been hardcore, and all, you know all of a sudden that's five years. Just by so, in the blink of an eye, uh, I know yeah. you like yourself a Last of Us game. You've played both of those, correct? That's absolutely right. Yeah, I I played Last of Us and Last of Us Two, Red Dead Redemption, which mm-hmm. I hundred percented, which was a foolish endeavor. Oh my goodness! Um, wow, I've I played a a bunch of games, like you know met. Uh, the three mass effects mm. um what god i mean uh oh horizon zero dawn i love god of war 2018 i didn't i have not yet played ragnarok i i feel like that'll happen like around christmas like mm. just like some some slow week i'll just like bang through ragnarok yeah you played um, ghost of tsushima too ghost Will? of tsushima i played yeah are you uh, just on PlayStation or do you have a Switch? I got a Switch. I did Breath Ooh. of the Wild Zelda recently. I haven't done Tears of the Kingdom. But I, I only I just got my Switch in order to play Breath of the Wild and I got it like in 
May or something. Killer. Maybe not even. Maybe I got it in August, but this year. I'm glad that you Did you gave... pull up the receipt? Yeah, do you have that? <laughs> yeah, let me find it. Yeah, I'll get yeah, that. We're gonna get need I mean, to this know. hospital's weird, okay? It is weird. <laughs> do have my receipts <laughs> with me. Feel... It's crazy. But I'm a little scared to take up my receipts in front of whatever weirdness is in this hospital. Well, you don't but want yeah, your identity stolen. Yeah. No, yeah. no way. And they can get... get it from there. Yeah, those legs walking around, they will steal your identity. Yeah. Uh, uh, I played all the Arkham games. I played, mm-hmm. I played like a bunch. Like every time I start, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto. I'd like to play. I'd like to play those. I, I play like a lot of little games. I play not even little, but I play like Hades and Slay the Spire and sort nice. of, mm. you know, different scope, different scope games than your big open world stuff. It feels like Will, you play a lot of single player campaign yeah. kind of games, and I, I love feel, that. I feel really similar. Like I, I. I'm not someone who's gotten into like Fortnite or any of those big like multiplayer. Yeah, games. I'm not so into the online stuff. I want it. I need to to be solitary, and I need to feel like somebody's depending on me, or yeah, vice I've, versa. I've crossed over into doing that in NBA 2K, like I said, and like I said on Matt's podcast, I'm so bad compared to the people who are playing online. Like it's actually like really funny like i do feel like the old guy on the court that's like i can get rebounds and like you know so it's like the the fact that i'm doing that is really surprising because i just don't like that feeling often i don't know what sucked me in with it but i do like the single player sort of campaign vibe more than the you know it gets more of my i i like grinding in a game i like going through a checklist going through a collection that kind of scratching the itch of like completionism and Mm -hmm. Yeah, single player, big open world. That that's my, that's my main jam in video games. Although I'll I'll mix it up. Will, did you play Cyberpunk? I was gonna say no, no. Maybe I should. I think you might like it. You need to get over the like camera stuff at first because I just don't play games that are first person like that. But once you get through it, it is a like big open fun world of grinding. I will say. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. There's some game from a while ago. Oh, I played Curse of the Golden Idol recently. Speaking Ooh. of a little, a little, that was a fun small game. Different, totally different than what we're talking about. Um, I wanted to play. There's some like Japanese mobster game, like where it's like the Yakuza. Yakuza. Is it just called the Yakuza? Yeah, I've Matt, heard you really good it, things right? about that. And Persona, I've heard a lot about that. I felt Persona like Five Royal is really great. Um, and I played Yakuza Zero, and um, it, that's a great one to start with because it's truly the the beginning of like whatever the story is in those games but there's like nine of them now or did something. you play like the hitman games matt was that oh you i that? love hitman i lo- but i'm like i guess i like stealth though too um so those games really are just like it's all stealth and you can you can you know so. go in blasting if you want but it's less effective uh, if you can hide and have like the patience to like really like remain, I love hidden, stealth. I love stealth. You, I would highly recommend those. And then, um, but like that stems from my love of Metal Gear. I love Metal Metal Gear also. Metal so Gear, Metal Gear. Um, <laughs> which is funny if you um, if you know Metal if Gear, you know Metal Gear. That was really funny because the thing um, about Solid Snake is that he's like a he's like the best spy in the world. But he's also like a complete dipshit. <laughs> like, he's played by the worst. He doesn't worst understand ever. anything. He like, like anything anyone tells him, he's like, "What the it. fuck are you talking yeah. about?" <laughs> You're telling me the United States has nuclear missiles? Yeah, he's 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 
uh like he's almost a tim robinson character like <laughs> yes <laughs> very close uh, but uh i i love those games and if you've never uh played those will i i think you might enjoy that particularly snake eater snake eater i think is the best of the of the of i was gonna call them of the three but there are more than three games there, there are, are five. five uh but i i love i love snake eater and, but and it's then, being remade too so you might even just be able to wait are they out the today so no it was I, a few days ago i yeah. bought the ultimate collection but it's not a remake so i don't know if that's a separate thing you're talking about matt like is oh, there yeah. a snake they're eater doing remake? a full top to bottom remake of snake eater of just snake eater okay so i bought the ultimate collection yeah. and tried to go back and play metal gear and uh, I am having a tough time. I even in three, Matt, like we talked about it, like, oh, I should just keep pushing forward in three. Like, it's just hard to go from playing what we're talking about today, Spider-Man, one of the like easily controlled games ever to a sort of PS3. Is it PS3? Like it was just a PS2. Yeah. PS2. It's yeah. really hard to acclimate myself to the older games. Yeah. But um, I played yeah, it on I, I my wanna... 3DS like two years ago and beat it and i can't like honestly can't believe that i did it yeah that's crazy that's an accomplishment um, yeah so you got some options out there will you're really on a journey i was that was one of the things i wanted to ask you about today was i know you play a lot of these like third person action games and you like your open worlds mm -hmm. and stuff but you play and slay the spire too you're you're branching out genre-wise i branch up yeah i like that's to huge. absorb a lot of information i am uh the borg or like q or whatever i'm some creature that just wants knowledge yes mm. mobius in the new gods uh, yeah i i will say mythology. you might like uh, cyberpunk because there are just walls and walls of fucking ridiculous dialogue to read and world building and that's, I, that's the part i kind of sometimes tap out on like i think i don't think yeah. i would love yeah. a text adventure but these a lot of these games have a lot of text to drink oh. in uh will have you played disco elysium yes i really love that i played Ooh. that twice yeah okay yeah that's that's like a yeah that's a perfect uh, that, will game i think it is and it's so special and unique there's nothing like disco Elysium. no no yeah that's it's that it gives my like it is closest to text adventure in its vibe yes. sort of it's its own animal but like there's lots of reading and the words are really important and it's basically like you're playing a novel um, it's it's such a, it's a, so a gorgeous strange. game. The yeah, world yeah. is so strange. <laughs> very strange. Very like uh, it's I, alternate reality, but also post-apocalyptic, but also I, steampunk. Yeah, I I recommended it to our friend um, Colin McGurk, and um, oh, yeah, how did Colin like it? We were um, I could we see Colin in, maybe not having time for it. So we had so we were in a D and D group in the uh, beginning of the pandemic. And we were playing D&D every week and I was just talking about that game so much. And he started playing it. And then a couple of weeks later, he texted me. He's like, I haven't finished a video game in 20 years. And this <laughs> game fucking destroyed my brain. I love wow. it. He loved it. Oh, okay, cool. I love that. Yeah, he really connected with it. So I, so I that's my new, um, I guess it's not a party trick, but whenever somebody's looking for a new game, I'm like, you got to play Disco Elysium. That's one you got to play. Because I feel like it does to them just yeah. to see how yeah people react to it. Because I could see not enjoying it. Um, like I don't think it's a Sean game. But, no, definitely uh, not. Uh, <clears throat> but Will, you liked it, and I was I was pleasantly surprised that uh, I liked it. But liked I did. It. There were certain like yeah. wings of it that I did not read everything. Like yeah, 
there were certain like you know you you kind of get into like a little group of characters and you deal with them for a while and sometimes I was just like I don't like these guys and I just sort of like went <laughs> yeah click, click 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 through everything and then sometimes I was obsessed yeah yeah you guys ever you played like... Journey have you played Journey no I haven't played very short you could do it like in two hours it's like an Obra Din sort of okay, size yeah. game it's like there's a little bit to it but maybe not two hours four hours aren't it, you just but making a... your way through a world in that game yes mm-hmm. but it's hypnotic. <laughs> that could describe 90 percent of games i think <laughs> no but Wait, so, it so is one get this straight this Mar- game from mario one, one place and you go to the end yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> controlling a guy and you're interacting with things that are represented by graphics no uh, <laughs> it is the 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 fun of journey is the mood of the world mm-hmm. and it's very mm-hmm. abstract and you have to kind of figure out what to do which is not too hard but things are not literally explained too well but that's part of the it's like a dream but mm. it's very um peaceful and intriguing mm-hmm. and it wraps up well and it has an interesting co-op yes. mode which is like other players can join your game but nobody is allowed to do anything bad. You can only help. You can either observe or help. Interesting. So these other like people will just come of? up and yeah, you can guide or you can give them resources or you can just chill and like. But you're you're not given the opportunity to mm-hmm. even interfere at all. And so these other things that I thought were NPCs, but I was like, these NPCs are weird. Like, <laughs> I can't figure out their purpose or their yeah. behavior then after i finished i was like oh those were people <laughs> that's just how will goes through his everyday life anyway. yeah i walked when i <laughs> say npcs, NPCs I was, are weird <laughs> i was at a cafe this npc comes up to me to take my order <laughs> um, oh will, gosh wills not to take up more time just talking about other games but will i one of the games that I've been putting a lot of thought into starting, you mentioned, and I think you maybe have tried to sell me on before, is Mass Effect. Like, yeah, but I, I, Berg has probably think? tried to sell you. Berg's a big Mass Effect guy. Yeah, like Mass I've Effect, heard a lot of people preach about it, and I'm kind of like, maybe I should get into it. Mass Effect Mass Effect 1 is not worth it, but not, mm. not bad. Not bad. Just In what way? It. Just like frustrating Too the Too shallow. Mm-hmm. It's, it is the you know, the dry run of what would be Mass Effect 2 and 3. And um, so I could probably watch a YouTube video of like, what's the story of Mass Effect 1 and just. Yes. Yes. Um, There, there is some text conversational options and you sort of pick your alignment by doing that, whether you're going to be a follower or a rogue. I'll say, I don't mind that. I think cyberpunk actually has a good amount of it. Like I don't, it's not something. Yeah. So you'd be fine with it. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll, Mass maybe Effect I'll is like exploring worlds. It's like Star Trek. You're going to different worlds. There's a lot of them, but then you quickly realize that you don't have to do everything, and the game's pretty good about letting you know where you have to go, where is a kind of you know main quest, side quest, collectible mm-hmm. categories of places to go. And the other alien races that you meet are wild and kind of fun. Yeah. And it, it's very much like Star Trek Next Generation. It's like it's like a civil, that. moral world. With I am bad currently rewatching uh, TNG. So, mm. yeah, you, I, I, I don't I don't I don't think it's a must play the way like 
Last of Us Part One to me is like a singular experience, mm-hmm. or Red Dead Redemption is like immersive in a way that I I have not experienced in another mm-hmm. game in my limited time. It's not like that. It's it's merely a great game. Mm. Well, that sounds good. Um, That's uh, kind of what sold. I need. <laughs> I, I was telling Matt that I I need to bounce <laughs> from game to game, or I will put it down and forget about it for a really long time. And finishing Spider Man, I'm kind of like, well, what's the next thing? But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah, so that could be a fit for you. Uh, do you have do you have the disc version of the PS5, Sean? Uh, I don't think so. I okay, got gotcha. Digi, yeah. Um, well, then you can't borrow my disc. Hey, uh, I love paying for things. I love to support <laughs> the workers. What's everyone's favorite thing to buy? Mm. Uh, mine's food. Um, Oh, it's gotta be food for me with a bullet. I got, I got. No way, man. Boy, love paying for like electronics gear, like iPhones, Mm. new headphones. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's Uh, oh yeah, that's good. But you can you eat that toys? I I was gonna eat it. You eat that? Okay, well, I I eat it. Then it's sort of then the answer. I think is still food. Mm. I guess it could be. I mean, it's nourishing. Speaking of food. We've gotten to hear a lot from from Will, some from Sean. I know Sean. Was there anything else you wanted to say about this 2K journey? And are you playing 2K24? I'm playing 2K24. I don't want to even talk about it too much because <laughs> it honestly is like, it's fun. I'm bad at it. It costs money to play, and I'm just I have fallen into a trap. I need to get myself out of. But are you paying for like uh like DLC or cosmetics and stuff like no, that? No, like you just in order to be able to compete, mm-hmm. you have to buy all this shit. Where it's like <laughs> you gotta have Gatorade for the game. You gotta have this, and so it's like all this money. And now in two K twenty four, like in order to really participate, you gotta pay each season because there's like oh. eight seasons per year, and like you gotta pay like nineteen bucks to participate. How and do they get people to do that? That feels like such a rip-off. it's insane that. It is the most popular game on PlayStation right now and probably the most like making the most money. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy, but um, it's fun. I, I like to like every once in a while pop off and have a good game and it feels good. Like, but got to pop off every once you in a gotta while. Got to pop off. But and I used to be a person who like played like baseball video games and basketball video games, just sort of the season mode and just liked accumulating stats. But now I've crossed over to the dark side. Well, if you ever need to really like commiserate with someone, uh, Mikey Stevens might be your person because he mm. is always in that 2K hole. So, yeah, uh, if you need someone to talk to, I'd almost be, be embarrassed at how bad I am. Like, <laughs> if I were to play in a game with someone, I'd be like, oh God, they're going to see that I'm such a fraud. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel that way about all co op games. I totally like 10,000 hours of Red Dead Redemption 2, went into the online world, was immediately bullied by everybody. <laughs> And just got out of that world. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I suck. Totally. Um, Matthew, uh, I know you just on on the Get Played episode that comes yeah. out today, you talked a ton about uh, cyberpunk. Yes. Is there any other little gaming endeavor you've been in recently that you want to shout out during this segment? I, I, Mario, can I, I mean, uh, Matt, yeah. can I just say, uh, what did well, I call You should call him you Mario. You called me Mario. <laughs> 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 Oh. I called me fucking Mario. It's inappropriate on a gaming podcast, but it I is did just call so you Mario fun. because I was going to try listen, to make a joke. Donkey Kong, listen to me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make some sort of joke where, I, and now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, doesn't make any sense. I was going to say, Matt, um, let's go. 
because that's, I okay, know that that's really good. Very nice. Uh, I, I that, mean, obviously, yeah. I I am playing Super Mario Brothers Wonder, um, and uh, I know they talked about it on uh this very show, uh, with oh, the yes. boys from uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society, uh, Mark and Patrick, and I enjoyed I enjoyed listening to that. Um, I, I I'm playing that, and I'm really really loving it. Um, I have a lot of unfinished games. It, mm. it just, of course is which is you know uh my my illness my um uh the disease of uh of more um but i would love to get back to um armored core 6 fires mm. of rubicon um which is <laughs> that's a, a pretty dope name it's so tight <laughs> and it's just a game where you pilot a mech and you work for this like government agency and you take on contracts and like kill other robots and stuff <laughs> it fucking rocks it is it is like a capital v video game because like it's it's presented in such a way and it's like it's from soft so it is like the same it's the same uh studio that makes um like elden ring and stuff but it's not like that really mm -hmm. it's like um you you get these jobs and then you're deployed and you go and sort of take care of it and you come back um and it's it's i love it because you can just pick it up put it down uh and you're just a big robot and it's 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 so so good and then i did not get to finish um baldur's gate 3 i know that where i left off i'm in the end of i mean the end game of act 2 mm. but i know that act 3 is like as long as like act 1 and act 2 like oh, combined God. so i know that uh yeah, there's I am still just a lot not i am yeah. not drawn by Baldur's Gate 3 drawn to like I'm just like yeah. I don't care but I, I I've heard from everybody that it's great like I don't doubt that it's a good game but I yeah. am just gonna skip that one I'm I I'd think much rather like, do cyberpunk it I, I highly recommend cyberpunk especially with this patch and the new DLC I think it's really great um like in a game and this year was just stacked um in general uh in terms of like great releases like it's this is a banner year for video games mm -hmm. um i really like even though cyberpunk is now a three-year-old game i think it has entered the game of the year conversation um wow. with these other games because it was like so much it was just so much fun and it was such a uh just a great experience just overall um you're not the first person i've heard share yeah. that sentiment Really, yeah. I uh, well, I'm happy to be championing uh and ushering in this new take, um, uh, because I <laughs> I I feel strongly about it, and I think, I mean, it probably won't be game of the year, but like, I, having played, um, Tears of the Kingdom, thought there was nothing that was gonna top that. And then Baldur's Gate 3 comes out, and I was like, well, I don't know what to think now. Yeah. Because this game is so like, and I will, I agree. I think it's a very, it's a, it was a very um, challenging and daunting um, uh, experience, like just getting into it. But once I started getting into what the mechanics are of the game, and I, you know, did play um, some DD, uh, &D, the, the fifth edition, uh, which the game is based on. So I sort of had a, a set of you know i knew some of how to play already before playing the game and there's just so much you can do in it that i was just like it's in in the fact that all of it works and that you can kind of do anything is very um matt can it, it's, you it's, it's, it's so it's so insane sorry yeah. matt can you explain to me because 
I don't quite know what the mechanics of Baldur's Gate are. Yeah. And I'm always in my head, like as someone who doesn't know, and I played a little bit of Elden Ring, I'm thinking to myself, like, what's the difference between this and Elden Ring? Like, it's the same kind of, you know, yeah, like well, the Elden same Ring kind of, ma- like, I don't know. Elden Ring is a single, is like a single player, like RPG, right? Right. Uh, action RPG. Action like RPG. Doing the action. And so right. you can you can spec your character however you want, and uh you know put st- your your stats uh in 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 certain areas to increase like if you want to be like a magic user you would have like an intelligence build right but if you want to be mm-hmm. like a um like a barbarian type this is also not dissimilar to um Baldur's Gate three by the way but like, right the that's that, what I was like thinking because I heard people part, yeah, yeah, yeah is like is the gameplay because the gameplay is like so specific in those FromSoft type games where like your Dark Souls, your your Demon Souls, your Sekiro, your um your Elden Ring. Dodge roll, or, dodge roll, dodge roll. Yeah, like, there's all these dodging dodges. Non-stuff. Parrying is like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. You, uh, so like that those games are about precision in combat, right? right, right. Whereas um Baldur's Gate 3 is more um experimental in combat where mm-hmm. and you maybe have strategy a, based it's a little more strategy it's a little more like you have you have and also you have a party so you have a party of four and ideally your party each member would have there's a party of four and each of them would have a specialty right so i'm playing a wood elf barbarian my party is a little unbalanced because i have two barbarians in my party uh cuz you find characters along the way that you start to then grow attachments to. And I can't help that one of the characters that I really liked is also a barbarian. Mm. She, she's just like a fun character. So I put her in the party. I have a wizard in my party and I have a healer. So you can go into these encounters that you have and sort of see, okay, who's on the field? What's like, what's going to be happening here? And then just start positioning them in certain ways and then, you know, have them attack however you want. But it also, there's a lot of dice. There's more, um, there are dice rolls in this game closer like, to D like exactly like in D yeah. So like, you'll have like a, um, there was this encounter that I had in the game where, um, I could either engage in combat that I was not ready for level wise, or if I got a high enough dice roll based on charisma, I could talk this boss into killing himself. <laughs> and so <laughs> I like tried and tried and tried and failed several times, but I eventually got, the outcome that I wanted, which was convinced this demon that he was his own worst enemy, basically. Yeah, let's clarify. Uh, this was a bad person. He was this bad. He was bad. It wasn't like a neutral good person. Guy. Uh, but it was. You were this um, close to getting canceled for having that video game character killed. Himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I had. I, I was ready to post on X, dude. I was Will was already. He pulled up his this, X. Uh, this demon. Yeah. This. Um. Uh, I can't remember I, exactly what. Uh, he is in there but i think it's that like makes so sense fun. to me matt i think it yeah. makes sense to me that Baldur's gate is definitely more for the D crowd yes whereas elden ring is for the like from soft crowd which, yes and there's probably similar builds and stuff but it's probably the gameplay is different like you'll hear you'll hear people say i play Baldur's gate 3 and no other video games because wow. like that's like it's like you you can 
it's not like it's a game for like beginners, but it's a game that like non gamers can wrap their heads around if they have this other if they're a D expert. Yes, that's interesting. Uh, that's and interesting. like in the same way that like a lot of people I know play Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, and don't play any other <laughs> video games because they just like the cozy sort of vibe yeah. of of yes. those games. Uh, but like in also Baldur's Gate three, the one of the biggest differences. That game, it's it's horny as hell. Well, that's what I wanted you to say. All right, well, it's I'm so done. Like, you can like, you can do a lot of crazy it. stuff in that. Baldur's Gate horny scenes YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can find compilation? an interesting link to that. I'm sure. Yeah, you might find some fan art too as well. Uh, but it's 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 also it's just it's just a blast, and I look forward to getting back to it when. Uh, if there's ever a lull in this gaming year, God damn it. Yeah, maybe yeah. like, I mean, I know there's still plenty of stuff that's coming out, you know, between yeah. now and the end of the year. But maybe you personally, Matthew, will be able to just go in there and finish some stuff. I, I, uh, I really hope so. Um, uh, For myself, like I'll keep mine fairly uh quick so we can get to the news. Um, But I'm playing a ton of games right now. Like I am in a glorious time where i don't think i've ever played i'm juggling too much really but it's working for me i've talked to matt about this yeah i'm of course playing the game we're talking about today spider-man 2 i'm playing super mario wonder um on our podcast network uh here at super npc radio uh which this i forgot to plug the patreon so if you want bonus content from us you can get that at patreon.com slash super npc radio one of the the big bonus big ticket item you get Every Friday as we're going through a game uh, in a games club format, we're currently playing through Resident Evil 2 Remake. Um, as of the time of this uh, episode's release, our first episode came out Friday. This Friday, that episode will be on this free feed so you can hear the first episode for free and see if you want to jump aboard. But I'm playing RE2 Remake. That's the game I want to be playing the most. But in order Ooh. to not play too far ahead for our recordings, I'm having to stop. Uh and I'm not like a survival horror person. This is basically my first proper Resident Evil experience, uh, but it's good. Um, so that's three. I'm also playing Psychonauts, the original Psychonauts for fun. Uh, it's great. Have you played it before? I played through most of it on PS2 back in the day. Yeah. And that's what I'm actually playing it on. Um Yeesh. That's going to be another Patreon plug. Uh, I do a bonus episode of this show every month uh, called the Co-op Series, where that's what Mil uh, Will and Matt joined for Miles Morales a few years ago. That's November's episode is on Psychonauts. And then for, for another podcast, I'm playing uh, Alan Wake. So I know the sequel came out mm. today, but I'm mm. playing the original on Xbox 360. And it's interesting. I still don't know if it's good, but I do. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm in. And I like it. So that's what I'm playing. But the game that I'm just going to shout out to everyone to give a shot, especially if you have Game Pass, is Cocoon. Mm -hmm. um, and what the way I'll describe it is that it's it, it's a puzzle game. It's about five to six hours long. And um, I'm echoing someone else here, but it gives me the same sort of satisfaction of like I feel smart when I solve a puzzle in the way that like the original Portal did. Mm -hmm. It's they're not that's really the only thing they have in common but it's just really i think inventive and creative uh so if you're looking for a puzzle game out there cocoon it's my second favorite game of the year so far and um, it's directed by uh uh jeff carlson who did limbo and inside 
Oh, well. yes. And those are two big ones for me, too. Those games are mesmerizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that with that... Big creepy spider. Big time. Ooh, yeah. Speaking of spiders, uh, Cocoon, I would say you can really feel that influence in the sense that, uh, like, the mood and atmosphere, there's no dialogue, there's no, like, like there's the story is just like what you see happening sort of um again something probably in 90 percent of games um but you can really feel it in the mood and atmosphere it's creepy but it's mm-hmm. it's uh really uh engaging uh anyway really quickly i'm gonna go ahead and pivot us uh, to talk about a couple news items so we can get to break and actually talk about what we're here to discuss today um i think that was was that Will or Sean who brought up the Rod- Robert Pattinson Batman suit? I might have brought it up because I saw it on Twitter yesterday. Yes. So uh, the headline here from Game Informer is Robert Pattinson's Batman suit seemingly added to Arkham Knight before quickly getting removed. Um. So, yes, uh, everyone's favorite emo Batman suit got <laughs> added to uh arkham knight uh and then was just taken down and there is no word on why that happened how it was added or why it was taken down um Hmm. yeah i don't know it's a mystery is it possible that it wasn't supposed to be free like they maybe (laughs) wanted to add it but like you could buy it for like three dollars or whatever quite likely or they just they did it and accidentally published it without like a contract going through or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. there was some rights issue or something. Yeah. I know that they have the, the, these games are coming to switch in, um, well, it was supposed to be in November, but I think it got pushed to uh, December. So maybe mm. they jumped the gun and maybe it was supposed to be, uh, Hey, these are on switch. And also here's something for everybody else. Uh, who's playing this game too. Uh, and now you can play as yeah. Robert Pattinson, Batman. Maybe. Uh, I've been thinking about, you know, because I'm playing Spider-Man, I've never played an Arkham game, and I've been, oh. Batman's been on the mind. Last night... Honor, I, what? I know. Um, la- I even, like, f- uh, put uh, something on my watch list on eBay of, like, the the tri- the collection that came out for PS4, um, and I watched Mask of the Phantasm last night, so I'm in, oh, like, banger. I'm in a bit of like a Will Hines superhero mode here. Yeah. Those Batman um, games are absolutely worth playing. They're so, so, so well made. And I think those games are the reason we have the Spider-Man games. Yes. Mm-hmm. For sure. There's, there's a direct connection. They lift yeah. so much or whatever are inspired by or use what the Arkham games figured out, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a ton um, of Arkham DNA in these Spider-Man games one way or the other. So yeah, I definitely you got your wanna... Arkham in my Spider Man. <laughs> Perfect. Humana, um... humana, humana. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Uh, we, yeah, I think we need to bring back humana, humana, humana. I, I think it's it, it funny today. Um, <laughs> so let's all go off in our social groups and start yeah. getting this uh, stoking the flames. Um, <laughs> the next news item I have for us is uh, due to some, you know, Microsoft has done some reorganizing. Uh, mm-hmm. And they have a new Xbox president. How about that? Sarah Bond has been named the oh, president wow. of Xbox. Are you aware of this? Should I be aware of who Sarah Bond is, Matt? Uh, I, I I don't I don't think so. This is news. To, this is news. I mean, it's news to me. Um, but I'm excited that you uh, are the Xbox kid, right? I am the Xbox kid on <laughs> on get on get play. They call me that because uh, I was the first of us to get the new Xbox. Uh, and and sing its praise, but um, I I I truthfully 
don't play my Xbox that much. Really? I was just going to ask yeah. you, how are you feeling about the like Xbox? Like, did the 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 newest big Xbox thing was the giant open world space yeah, game? Starfield. I just don't have time Starfield. for it. It's just too much. Uh, it seemed interesting, but I, I'm not buying an Xbox for it for sure. No, mm-hmm. I have the digital one, the Series S, and um, I like it. I liked it for like a Game Pass machine, right? Because a like, Game yes. Pass. You can just download games to it and uh, and play them. And I did I did a few of those, and I did some like Xbox exclusive games I just never got to. And there's a lot of interesting indies on there too. But I just, mm-hmm. yeah I haven't nothing's really scratched the itch in a, in, a, in a minute. Nothing's or nothing's grabbed my attention rather mm. um, uh, in the last few months. But it's, I I guess it's interesting that they have a, a new president. Yeah, they and. And also, like you know, Matt, you and I have the same Xbox. I actually yeah. canceled. I finally canceled my Game Pass subscription in like May. Yeah, I, I re-upped that. it to play a game this last month for uh-huh. an episode, and just ended up. I was like, well, if I have it for a month, I'm gonna play Cocoon. And now I found out the Walking Dead's on there, so oh, great. I'm interested. Um, but I wonder if after this, you know, once some games come out from this Activision blizzard merger like if they come out with some and you you talked about tony hawk on a recent episode matt Mm -hmm. they come out with like a new something new tony hawk stuff like i'm booting that thing back up oh yeah i'm i'm ready i i'm ready for more stuff like that bring back the stuff that i already like i don't know when was the last when was the last tony hawk game it was the remake of one and two um three years ago it rips it's it's so fun and so good and it has that same sort of um crunchiness that the uh originals had whereas yeah. tony hawk 5 uh did not it's uh it's fantastic uh the last news item i'm going to share today will um before we go to like a quick break here uh will is kind of on topic because it's about marvel spider-man 2 uh again according to game informer marvel spider-man 2 uh colon insomniac games says fix is on the way for incorrect flag now, mm. do any of you want to guess what sort of kerfuffle happened with the flag before I, I tell you? I do know about this. I do yes. know about this. I, read I do about not this. know. I do know. Yes. Uh, so in the, um, you know, Miles' family, uh, his, his mother is Puerto Rican, and, right. and displayed in her home is a flag uh, that was not the uh, uh, Puerto Rico flag, but the Cuban flag, which – are different and uh and so i guess no one could just like google the flag to make sure they're putting the right one in yeah. like to be fair i'm going to google both flag uh, flags right now and see if that's they they have similar colors it's not a crazy mistake to make but for a game that feels meticulous in so oh, many other ways it's kind of surprising that this was missed yeah they're basically yes. a palette swap flag like yes. they, they there are similarly colored just you know just a little bit different um i don't know um it's obviously like a it's a mistake um and i guess depending on um i know that like some of my puerto rican relatives would be absolutely incensed by this because they're like that's not ours yeah look at so mad uh but that's just that's them that what they should have just been like oh it's a it's a different suit for your flag in the game and you can unlock yeah, the you other can one unlock it with uh uh city points yes <laughs> after Wait. i looked go ahead no 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 please go please. i was just going to say yeah i googled uh those flags and they are 
the design is very similar and it, the colors are just swapped so that totally. I totally understand how that could happen. Uh, what it's are you going to say, Sean? It's just tough. Cause I do think like you, ha- there's a, I don't know, like a copy, like whoever's catching mistakes. It's just a, such an easy one yeah. to check. Like, but uh, you know, that's being said, whatever they're fixing. It. It's not a big deal, totally. but I did want to break other news. Oh, <gasps> That I'm seeing on IGN that broke 15 minutes ago. Oh and I don't goodness. know how big of a breaking news thing this is. But Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Tell me. I know it. I know it. <laughs> well, I'm putting it together from the game. Well, they're not confirming. You can't take back. They're not confirming or denying. Um, But here's what it says. The director of Spider-Man 2 has said that the upcoming Wolverine game is set in the same universe. Wow. Oh. That is huge, actually. That's huge. Because there's also other easter eggs in this game for other heroes do we know about these am i spoiling anything i, I know, saw them I in know the original but i haven't seen any in, in this new one there's, oh, no, there's a there's a big one there's a big one that is just a sign on a door kind of and hmm. uh, it, it, it's fast i don't know that one maybe you don't know that one i believe there's a matt murdoch sort of daredevil well, there was in the last game there was, there was in the, in the last, last game. game so i think there's a matt murdoch sort of daredevil easter egg in this one too and yeah maybe i would love a daredevil rum- game. maybe there's some rumblings of a dlc or something but i don't know Dang. i would love that that's pretty cool yeah we haven't seen anything from that game since 2021 when they also revealed spider-man 2 in like a playstation showcase and then i think a quick wolverine like teaser just so, like yeah. his claws on a table or something yeah like that. is that also insomniac like same company yeah insomniac's doing wolverine okay yeah. that's i'm excited for that that's really I, exciting i saw this article recently too that was because like the the square enix um avengers game was such a debacle yeah uh, awful that this article is basically like an avengers game should have gone through um the spider-man insomniac, insomniac yeah. like universe like it, it totally built to that uh if, instead of what it actually was if one of these games ended with fucking uh iron man showing up and recruiting tony like it recruiting yeah. tony parker uh peter parker <laughs> yeah. it would be Mom, like Mario 2k Park. yeah back to 2K. <laughs> it would just be i would I, this world is so well made and just the gameplay is so crisp that yeah i'm excited to see them expand on it and like wolverine as an action like the wolverine action i expect in a video game i can see coming right out of this spider-man universe Mm -hmm. oh yeah time uh well thanks for breaking that news for us uh sean uh huge stuff out of ign uh today um we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break uh and so but don't folks don't walk too far like stay in this room because i feel like if one of you wanders out you're gonna get captured by some scary spirit or those legs that are walking around oh uh, yeah so yeah. Don't go too i might horny. go i might go pee in the or um so you guys just hang out here i'll see the i'm gonna head to the coffee Sean, machine because i'm not bathroom. tooting as much as i want <laughs> okay cool so uh this is where we'll go we'll go and take a take a break right now we'll come back we'll talk about spider-man 2 Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. Yes, we we did let uh, everyone go pee in the OR. We all took turns. We had a buddy. We walked there. We walked back. 
Uh, there was some tooting done by someone who I won't point fingers at this it time. Stinks in there now. It really stinks. Um, but folks, Matt we're was back. supposed to be my buddy, but he left. Matt was. <laughs> he walked you know, away. Well, Chucky was supposed to be my buddy. There's a Chucky yeah. in here. Oh yeah, Chucky. We met Chucky. Oh yeah, no, yeah, Chucky's running around. Oh man, this place gets scarier and scarier yeah. by the moment. Um, folks, I kicked him. Uh, rude. Uh, it's time for our main event today. We're going to be discussing Spider-Man 2. Uh, and before we really get into our conversation, this is something we were talking about a bit before we actually recorded. Um, all four of us are at, well, two of us are at the exact same place with this game, which is that two of us have finished it. One of us, myself, is like a third of the way through. And then Matt basically started the game yesterday. So yes, I think... What I'd like to do is, in order to avoid some major story spoilers, I want to try to avoid that stuff as much as we can. Mm -hmm. But still talk about, like, overview thoughts. Once we're done, I'll go over to Sean's house and we'll finish talking. Yeah, we'll jump it up. Cool. You'll that'll be the DLC for this episode. Um, (laughs) But uh, I because I'm also going to be really interested to see what the perspective is of those of, of, you know, the two of you who have finished it. So before we get into it, um, Matt. This was off pod, but uh, where are you in the game? Uh, um, you yeah. told us, but tell the listener. Um, I'm I'm basically like I finished the big opening. Uh, there's a big fight with Sandman, right? And then there's you kind you kind of split off. Peter and Miles sort of split off and do their own things for a little bit. Uh, I've reconnected with Harry on Peter's side, and then I've just reconnected with Uncle Aaron on on Miles' side, and that's cool. basically where I'm at right now. I'm supposed to go back. And switch back to Peter, but I'm having a little. I, well, I I like Peter fine, but I just I think I just like Miles more, so I'm doing like side stuff with Miles right now before I have to do some Peter stuff. Yeah, the game is often telling me I need to go do something, and I'm like, but I want to do what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, so that's where you are. I yeah. am. I think story wise, when I boot up my game last, it told me I was 35 percent of the way through. Um. I have started to get more into the story and more into some abilities that eventually come, which were also like teased in some preview, but many preview events. So, you know, Peter um, gets symbiote powers at some point. So I am still pretty new to that. That's about the last main story mission that I did. Um, And um, Will and Sean, you both have completed this game. Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe we've both hundred percented. Not not every trophy, but when you boot up the game, it gives you a percentage. Yes, and I'm at a hundred percent in that I've collected all the collectibles and done all of the missions, and so yeah, I really like it, this. Is a type of game that is so story, like the story is such a fun part of it that I do feel like I'm binging it. So I'm just yes. going through it and loving it. But I do then like take two days to clear out parts of the map before I move on in the story. But yeah, yeah, it was an easy game to get through. I thought maybe like 35 hours, I think. Nice. Very yeah. good. And will you completed this last night? There's even a, That's an correct. Instagram post about it. That's right. Um, I like to document my video game life. Yeah. hundred percent. Every trophy except for two. Cool. Um, wow. Tro- Insomniac trophies are not too bad. So I think they're fun to get like some games. The trophies are sort of like, 10,000, you know, jumps or whatever. 
the one and thing Somniac that, trophies yeah. are not like too too bad so i find them kind of fun to get so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm finishing the trophies also the one thing that because i'll sometimes do that with the trophies but the one thing that made me think i'm not going to do it was there's one trophy that you got a fast you got you have to use your web wings from the financial district to astoria yeah. And you're oh. supposed to use these sort of like portals to get there without ever swinging. Oh. And I know it's possible. I've seen kind of how it's done, but I just don't find that I want to do that. Yes. But, um, it's real easy. That's an easy it? one. But okay. But I know what you're saying. Some trophies just look like a drag. But... They just look like a drag, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I even if I thoroughly enjoy a game like I did Tears of the Kingdom, or I think I will this one, there'll be certain achievements or uh like challenges where I'm like that's not for me, and that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But to get us started on our overall conversation, um, I'll just kick us off with some of with like my base overview thought so far um, at my percentage of the game in. So far, I think that this game does so much so well. Like so many aspects of this game, I give like an A or an A minus. I mean, some of <laughs> I got I jotted down my notes, so I'll go ahead and read from that. Some some of the, those strengths for me are like, of course, the traversal is amazing. At first, I was like a little down on the combat, but now I'm loving the combat. The visuals, the like accessibility options, the music, the acting, all that is like in the the story missions, I think are pretty good. Um, I think that is all like as good as it really gets in video games. Um, and then there's some stuff that I feel like is just uh, to quote the the kids out there. I think the mids are very mid mm. in, in this game so far, but it doesn't take away from my experience, but like yeah. whether it's like a, some corniness here or there or a mini game that I'm like, do I really need to do this mini game right now? I end up feeling a little meh about, but overall pretty great. Um, Matt, I know that you are have just gotten into it, but what's the your first impression of like the big set piece and up until where you are now? Well, yeah, I mean that that was a showstopper, right? Like they, I feel like they always have such good openings in these games. Um, the from Miles Morales, uh, Rhino going through like all those Christmas oh, decorations so good. and things like that, so fun. Um, I with, with yeah with Sandman, uh, I thought that was really interesting and really fun and a good way to reintroduce you to both Spider Man, both Spider Man, and um, uh, showing off their different powers was also a a really fun too. the stuff that I don't love in this game um, so far uh, it's the same kind of stuff that I didn't love in the um, in the other ones which is the non Spider-Man stuff yeah. like the stuff when then you're like when you're in the school with like when you're Peter and you're going through the school with Harry I understand yes that's like good story stuff I like it from a story perspective mm-hmm. I would almost rather it just be a cut scene instead of um uh, me like playing uh, instead of it being a playable flashback because I it's just not it's not what I'm there to do I want okay I came I'm, to this game to crawl around school walls Matthew I don't yeah, know about I, you yeah I'm not, I I came to this game to play uh, to hide under a table from a janitor and pop a balloon <laughs> um that stuff's not typically my favorite um but uh there's also like stuff that you have to do in the in New York City where like you have to find these bases or these um these like caches that Uncle Aaron hid and I'm like just give me the stuff. 
I gotta go get this stuff. <laughs> Just give me the stuff. Yeah. Um. Now, for the two of you, and I, we can dive into like all of this stuff too. I just kind of wanted to get like uh, a bit of an uh, your thesis essentially. Yeah. Sean, how how did you feel about the game? Um, I really enjoyed the game. I liked the original Spider-Man game, but it I it I don't know. It it did feel a little repetitive to me. Um, the Miles Morales game I really enjoyed. Um, and I thought, oh, it's a little shorter than the other one. So those are two of the, the drawbacks. This one, I think, solves the problem of being repetitive, in my opinion. And there's a lot of quality of life stuff that I just like. Being able to fast travel anywhere at any t- to any street is incredible. There are certain t- like f- chase missions that I didn't necessarily like doing. And mm-hmm. you could just kind of pause it and say, skip the chase. And then you're done oh, with wow. it. And uh, I didn't, I just started doing it at a certain point. Like if I failed right away, I'd be like, I'm not doing this six times. I'm not interested in chasing this thing. But, um, and the other sort of random chance encounters I thought were more focused and more interesting. You know, I hear you on the, the other stuff, Matt, like of the non Spider-Man stuff, like in the previous game, there's some MJ stuff and there's a little bit of it in this. I don't know if you guys have gotten to it yet. Yeah, I found it less annoying in this one than the other one and slightly more satisfying. Um, But it is something where I'm like, okay, I sometimes don't love doing all the story missions because I hate being stuck in these non-action moments. Mm-hmm. But I found the experience as a whole really satisfying. I think what this game does and what I will implore you is that like those things that you don't want to do they all have sort of endings and unlike the other games, it's not just like you did it all great. Here's your trophy. Like there are endings and implications for DLC in the future and other games that I think it's just worth doing the little side things, even if it feels like homework by the end of it, I was like, you know what? I'm glad I did that. Even to the, like the, the tiniest of like collecting all the spider bots. I'm like, glad I did that by the end of the game because it gives you a fun story thing. Um, So I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much very positive about it. I, I'm it, it's like in contention for me as game of the year, just cause it's the type of game I like, you know, I, I really liked fallen order or the new Jedi survivor. Oh, survivor me too. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. And I, I really like liked the new cyberpunk and like those to me are the games that I've wanted to do the like hundred percenting of. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with it. Very pleased. I love it. Um, uh, the, gosh, even the brief stuff that you guys are already talking about, I want to dig into. But I do want to hit you really quick. Uh, Will, uh, what's your overview? Uh, you know, top of mind thoughts about this experience that you just wrapped up. Uh, I love it. I love the first game, and I love this more. It basically is not a reinvention. It's kind of the same game, but like amped up and thought through a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It's it's not significantly different. There's main quest, side quest, collectibles. Insomniac keeps it pretty friendly. You are not punished the way like Arkham punishes you with 300 Riddler trophies. There's nothing like that. Yes, like Sean says, it gives you ways out of things you don't like. But that that said, it's not radically different on a fundamental level in the first game they've just had more practice at it so like the combat is juiced up a lot more there's a bigger variety of thugs you still have to beat a million thugs but there's a variety of them (laughs) 
that are more interesting. So the same three fighting moves won't do it. Whereas you sort of could do that in the first game. Yeah. You got to mix up your strategy depending on who you're fighting. Um, the story is introduced earlier. And so the emotions hit a little earlier. I also, for the first like 20% of this game, was not invested. I was psyched to be playing Spider-Man again, mm -hmm. but I was kind of in it only for the web swinging. But starting at about 25%, I started getting hooked. And I'm in this game emotionally a lot earlier than the first game, way yeah. earlier. And they, they're smart. They learned this, I think, in the Miles game. In the Miles game, the collections taught you about his dad. Mm -hmm. In the original yeah. Spider-Man game, the collections are just Easter eggs. The backpacks are just visual Easter eggs. Miles, they tied it to his emotional core. They do that again here. You learn about Harry. You learn about... Um, like Uncle Aaron. Uncle yeah. Aaron this yeah. time. Um, so it's still a collection. It's not much, but they give you a little bit more story. So I found it a lot more rewarding. Yeah. Um, the only downside is sometimes bigger is not better. And there is just, it's a trade-off. There's more to keep track of. There's more real estate to manage. There's yes. more things in your head. Some people are going to be taken out by that. They're going to be like, I don't want a Spider-Man game with a million pieces. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit overstuffed the way every Marvel movie has like one too many heroes. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth it because I love all of them. And the portrayal of Venom is incredible. The portrayal and the boss fights are better. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. The boss fights are way – that is one thing they have leveled up from the first game majorly. Every boss fight is a cinematic masterpiece. That's not true in the first game. Yeah. Um, so the mids maybe are still mid, but the highs are a lot higher. They're really high. Um, yeah, I mean I think we're all jump to start first – because uh, there's a lot I want to talk about, uh, you know, with whatever time we have, which is to get on the side quest or the collectible uh, point that you were making. I think this game does something really well that you, I, like you said, Miles did as well, where it, of course, they're optional, um, but they either do a few things that I really appreciate. You either get more story, like a backstory of like, how Uncle Aaron and Miles' dad used to play basketball and that they were contentious when they played one-on-one, -on -one. but then when they team up, they were great. Um, I loved I loved that, or I love that you get, it like leads you to another like objective to do. Yeah. I enjoy getting more game as a reward, sometimes more than, uh, more than story, I think. And I've noticed that with like, at least Uncle Aaron's, like this that the stashes that he has around Manhattan and Brooklyn. Um, I like that they uh give you a reward that is tangible to upgrading your abilities. So I I, mm -hmm. I like that. Um I don't know if you guys had any thoughts about just like collecting and stuff. I'm down with collecting, man. I think it's great. Like what I love about collections in any game that has them is it makes you go to part of the world that you might not go to. Mm -hmm. So like they're pretty smart about like the prowler stashes make you go to a place you might not go. Yeah. The friendly neighborhood Spider-Man app that gives you like the side quests yeah. brings one of them brings you right to Brooklyn vision school and you do a lot around miles of school. That's a side mission, but I love the look of that school. I loved getting a chance to know that I'm, I'm down with it. Like 
it's all like about scale. Like I did, there's too many Riddler missions in Arkham. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. There's not too many events. This game is a no. The balance is is great. They yeah. have the right amount of them. Like even the most tedious thing. When I was getting through it, by the time I was done, I was like, oh, that wasn't as tedious as I thought it was. And the thing I think they do better here, you kind of touched on it, is that let's say you've got to chase down this thing. You might get there and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, then 10 bad guys jump out of a truck. It's like slightly more varied in what happens. Like even in the Uncle Aaron missions, you might be doing one and then, oh, shit, it's not just a finding something. I have to fight something or I have to run (laughs) away from something. And I just found that to be kind of interesting. And in the other ones, it felt like the the running around and collecting stuff, even in cyberpunk to a certain extent, it was just like, okay, do it, do it, do it. Whereas this all had story. This one really has story implications. I think when you guys find that you get to the end of these sort of collector things or clear out all these bases, like you'll be like, oh, I'm so happy I did this because a whole new cinematic, a whole other tease, a whole other relationship is played, yeah. and it's really fun. Um, there to that point too, Sean. I'm really intrigued about one of them. Like the spider bots, I don't think pop up until you're a certain way into the game. Like Matt, have you encountered a little spider bot collectible yet? I don't. I don't believe so. No. I think it it takes a certain percentage into the story for those to start appearing. But there's this whole mystery about like who is putting these out they're like pinging signals what are they so i'm like not only do i want to collect them because i love seeing the like the designs on them but mm-hmm. like there is a draw of like what yeah. will this lead to so i'm glad to hear that it, it that's exactly what they did with all of them like every one of them ends with a fun little like i realized yeah. i was collecting this and it wasn't just to collect a trophy it's kind of fun i've been i've been doing more of them this time around even though like in previous games it was not Usually, it, those it's usually not a concern to me. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to like get through the story and like experience like the main story. But uh, because I saw that, well, because I talked to you, Sean, and you said you 100 percented it, and then I saw that Will did the same. Uh, I have been doing more of them, and like, yeah, now when I see that there's uh, you know, a sand crystal nearby, I'm like, I gotta go see what's going on with yeah. Marco. What's going on? And what's going on in these crystals? It's it's like that. It's the, I can see that this time around they did make them a little more interesting, and I've been taking photos. Uh, yeah, I've been just like been doing that. Like I even I, the photo I, thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. I I definitely in previous games would do the whole game and then look around and be like, okay, I gotta collect everything. Like, yeah. and that makes me kind of feel like oh, I'm double playing the game. But when mm-hmm. I played Spider Man this time, I was very aware of like, all right, this mission brought me here. Why don't I do the four things that are in this area before I move on? And it was a fun way to play. And by the end of it, I was like eighty to ninety percent complete. Right. That's how I do it too. I I pick up the collectibles when it's convenient to, mm-hmm. and then at some point toward the end, I make a conscious decision to either wrap one up or I save it for the post game. Totally. Um, they're they're pretty good about about kind of letting you know when you should, quote unquote, should be paying attention to the main quest or when you should take a break. I mean, it's always insane yeah. in act three of these games to be doing any collecting. <laughs> you know? The stakes yeah. rise to such a degree. And then you're like, let me check out my uncle Aaron's stash. And yeah, it's like, I, there yeah. is no way you wouldn't even be going after a serial killer 
with what's happening. <laughs> this isn't even a spoiler, but like really towards the end of the game, like you do a big mission and then you get out of it. And then one of the characters goes, well, I better check on the city before I get back into this. And it's like, no, the city needs you to keep moving. <laughs> yeah. But yes. it's basically just telling you to like go fight some crime. So you get a phone call or something. But it's it's yeah. a really interesting vibe. Something that I love in, in these games is um, it, 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 you know, they do such a good job of this is going to sound insane. They do such a good job of simulating what it would be like to be Spider-Man. Yes. Oh, no, because, it's incredible because you'll be on your way to an objective and then a crime will pop up and you'll be like, well, I can't go do this. <laughs> I have to go stop this crime. Yeah, yes, and that's I just, true. I just immediately I think stop the crimes... what I'm doing. I I do love yeah. that also. I mean, I got ten thoughts just popped in my head when you said yeah. that, Matt. Do you want to keep talking? Because I'm no. I, might not I, I want to hear uh, upwards of ten of these thoughts. <laughs> well, I, first of all, you're absolutely right. Like it is, it feels very akin to what Spider-Man is like in the comics, and that he's being yeah. pulled in all these different directions. I do wish the crimes were ticked down just a little bit because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I do like exploring the city, and I I feel guilty about ignoring. <laughs> The constant wave of crimes. So I tried to do every crime until post game. And then I would be like, okay, I'm finishing up co this collection mm -hmm. and I am deliberate. You know, the city has been saved. So I'm going to ignore, I'm giving myself the treat of ignoring crimes while I yeah. just, just be video game Spider-Man. I got to look for However, a backpack. <laughs> so I would, I would tick down the crimes a bit, but um, the web swinging is still, the number one tra traversal in this game is the number one appeal. Yes. It's the best part of the 2018 game. It's the best part of the Miles Morales game. Um, just the web swinging is so satisfying and yeah. good. They nailed it. I understand that the Spider-Man 2 of the PS2 game also apparently had incredible web swinging. I never played that one. Yes. But you got to crack that. You can, I think you can blow it on everything else if you're making a Spider-Man video game, but it's got to feel good when you jump off a building and swing and they crush it. And mm -hmm. I love the web wings. The web wings are I not- I love them too. They're not yes. part of the character in the comics, but the mechanics and the musicality and the percussiveness of just like the response of when you hit the button, your wings pop up, they feel great. It is extremely fun to traverse this world. Uh, and I got to give him an A++ on that. And I, all the other things we talk about, which are, you know, great story, great battle. I think that is all downstream of, it is fun to get to the battle. I also yes. think I, so just on the web wings, like they're not in, the, I think they're in the comics though. Like, but not really like as a main thing, like they might've appeared, but the scene at the end of far from home, is it far from home? Yeah, the second Spider-Man movie. Yeah, when he's just zipping around Times Square. Where he's Square. zipping around Times Square and like flies through the center of, you know, he's using the web wings. Like yeah, that's that. right. And the that movie, the feeling of that scene is exactly how I feel in those web wings every time. Like I'm zipping through buildings and yeah. I'm like, this feels like the end of that movie. And it's so successful in that. And the other thing I wanted to say about this game that, is is like almost you forget to talk about it because of all the other things but like this game looks 
incredible. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, yes. The city yes. is absolutely incredible. Like the first few hours of traversing through the city, I was sitting there like I couldn't believe how good it looked. It's just an incredibly well done p- part of New York. I believe they were criticized for New York feeling kind of empty before. Now there's so many cars, yes. so many people. <laughs> And it's, it really feels like New York. Like, I know that's a dumb thing to say, and we probably had no, I, things that have felt like I New York. I totally this, agree. We, I lived in New York, and the crowded streets of, like, you know, Midtown or near, like, Penn Station, it, this really nails it. And it, makes, it makes me miss New York. Would makes you guys me, go oh, as far New York. to say? I could never live there. <laughs> it, 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 it tells me exactly why I don't want to live in New York. There's too many fucking people here. Would you, would you guys go going. as far to say that – um that New York is almost like a character. I think it's one of the characters, like in a yeah. game with a lot of characters, it's definitely one of the characters. And, and to what you were saying, Matt, of it, like feeling like Spider-Man. Yeah. The thing I also really loved, and I think they maybe did this in the first one. It's like, you'll be swinging and you'll just be like fucking gliding. And then maybe you'll miss a swing or something. Then you'll like land on the ground in a crowd of people. And then people will take their phones out and start taking your yes. picture and be like, Spider-Man, holy but shit. But they're also like, scared like at first because it's like a human man just like fell so, near them. It's so realistic that I. you're right. It's, it's really like you get so into it because of just the care they take with how feeling like Spider-Man is. Also, there. we ju- talked about this a little bit, Sean. Um, uh, just on traversal to Will's point too, they have they've sort of refined the fast travel uh, component in this game, where you it's can um, click uh, sort of any point on the map and fast travel to it. Unnecessary. Don't. Uh, it's not something that I've ever <laughs> felt the need to do. I'm swinging all over the damn place. The fast travel looks beautiful, though. Yeah, it lo- it's kind of cool just to see how it like yeah. zooms in from the map with zero loading. Yeah. It's a it's a feat in itself, so it's like fun to do I, sometimes. Spider Man twenty eighteen was the basically the first modern video game I played, and so a lot of my experience with it was just me experiencing modern video games and like the controller, you know, like just now I've played a million games. I've also played Insomniac's Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh, and it was really interesting to play Spider Man twenty eighteen Miles Morales. Ratchet and Clank, and then this, all by the same company. Because I, you sort of get a real, especially throwing Ratchet and Clank in there, I get a sense of their vibe, at least in those games. And Because Ratchet and Clank, I think, is more beautiful than Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. the, the graphics in Ratchet and Clank are jaw-droppingly beautiful. It for rocks, this, like, yeah. what essentially is a kid's game. But, like, the... The stars in the sky, the the land, the alien landscapes, the strange beasts. It's like candy coated, but also surreal and alien. And I noticed a lot of things from Ratchet and Clank in this game. In -hmm. particular, the most minor of spoilers I'm about to say, there's a black cat fight which I think is Uh, the best. It's the number one boss fight in the game for me, although there's Three other ones are tied for second. And it is basically a lift from a Ratchet and Clank uh, boss fight. So I kind of think like they practiced in Ratchet and Clank and then did the second draft of Mm. it here in Spider-Man and crushed it. Interesting. And the other thing I noticed is like Insomniac, somebody was talking about the corniness of this game. There is a corniness to all these games. There's like a family-friendly, aw shucks, sanitized yes, sure. new york 
every, almost performatively uh, diverse a little bit, a little, uh, just a little aspirational. I think yeah. it mostly works for me because I like my Spider-Man worlds to be good-hearted and like justice prevails. Every now and then, I'm like, "Hey, can we get can we get some real scoundrels in here? Everybody's so sweet." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little too good place, and I want it to be. You're the worst sometimes, <laughs> but that's just a, that's just a matter of taste. That's not like a fault or anything. And I no. think that's just Insomniac's deal. Is like they don't want you to feel bad. Uh, yeah. So it's a little family friendly, corny sometimes. It's, I think it's that just they, a choice. I think that the this game, though, as opposed to the other th- two, feels darker. Like there's definitely darker elements. That's and true. Anytime That's true. you, anytime you involve Venom, like it's just yes. part of the story. And I thought this game, where I thought maybe it would hold back, I thought the game was pretty dark in some moments. Mm. That's true. Which which I appreciate in the main story, yeah, in the main story. But then at the same time, like this is a, no one cares about the spoiler. There's like a whole side mission where you like are sitting next to an old black man telling you a story, yes, and you're right, like right. on a bench, and you're like, this does not need to be in the game. I don't <laughs> care about this. But they let you click through it. But it is kind of the, one of those things where it's like you guys spent probably like a month working on this where I would have maybe rather you work on something else. You I know? think that stuff works for me though. Like I think you need a break. You need some of it. It yeah. cannot yeah. just be adrenaline, adrenaline, adrenaline. The game doesn't work. So there's gotta be something that you look back and say, that's boring. And if it wasn't for that quote unquote boring thing, the, the, the main dishes would not be as tasty like yeah i think and they, I and think... they do a better job i think of giving these little breaks some personality like yeah sitting next to that guy on the bench that's unique like it's, there's it, nobody it, else it, like him in the game his stories are like nothing else it's he a talks it's too long singular like an old person yeah it's a cinematic <laughs> shot for sure and i i'm with you like i don't hate all of it and i think there's i'll mention something in this like there's a pigeon mission that i think is one of the most interesting versions of that where I'm like, mm, I totally if they were, agree. If they were all like that, like I'd be totally down. Some of them lean into the cringe a little bit more, but I'm, I, I'm I hear you. Okay with it. The pigeon one is great. It's fucking that caught great. me by complete surprise. Totally. And I was like, totally. Wow. Yeah. I got, I got I, at least three or four times in this game. I out loud. I was like, wow. Like I was, <laughs> I think so too. I was moves. wowing a few times, especially in the very beginning. I was just like, it looks incredible. This Sandman thing is crazy. And Sandman thing yeah. looks so good. Lots of wows. Are you, I might all... have to toot. Uh, hey, hmm. by all means, uh, <laughs> I'm playing in per the performance mode, the like 60 frames per second uh, mode. Is anybody playing in a different mode or have you adjusted any like I'm doing setting. high fidelity, like the most beautiful mode. Gotcha. Okay. I cool. haven't I haven't adjusted it at all. So whatever the standard was. I think that's the one. There's I'm a doing. setting where you yeah. can have less people on the streets if you want the graphics to respond faster. Wow. Yeah. But I'm not having any trouble with that. So I'm just letting My New it York go City is completely empty. No, yeah, yeah. I'm playing on the standard on, on the standard mode. Um sometimes I do change like I changed it in Cyberpunk, um, uh, because they yeah they typically offer two modes right performance and fidelity and like performance I think is capped at thirty frames but then yeah. it sort of looks a little uh there's like a graphic improvement there mm-hmm. somehow um but I haven't I haven't changed it for Spider Man yet okay 
there's some it's funny because they're first of all, I just wanted to shout out that the amount of options are amazing, especially the access accessibility stuff is really cool too. Yeah. Um, but I will like one of my complaints about this game uh is that like sometimes I can feel it not holding my hand too much, but that the game is like, do you're doing this, you can't walk over here, you've gotta walk here. And sometimes that can like break my immersion or take me out of a game. But at the same time, I'm a hypocrite because I also have the visual setting on where when you punch someone, it makes like a comic book like thwack. That's so, fine. <laughs> so I'll do that too. So like, I mean, any any little complaints I have like that are truly end up being minor. There are even things like you guys were talking about the traversal and the wings. I remember seeing preview stuff for this game and I was like, I'm not going to like that. We don't need that. But now I'm at the point where it's only, I think, added to the fun of traversal of like, yeah, sometimes you're just in a point where like for me, I think it happens when I'm swinging along, zipping really quick and there's no building high enough for me to uh, web swing. So then I'm like, all right, well, I'm whipping out these wings and I'm just going to basically coast until I get to a new one that I could fly off of. That's when I use it too. It's also fun crossing the East River with the wind tunnels and the wings. Oh, yeah. Incredibly satisfying just to like sail under the Williamsburg Bridge Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, I was surprised how much I liked that. I I think they had to do it in order to include Astoria, like places without big buildings and stuff. Um, And the thing that the thing that sold me on it, because I always do this in the game, the thing that sold me on it was I went to the stop, the top of the Empire State Building, and I jumped off of it, and I said, "Could I make it to Queens? Just web wings, yeah, without any of the like booster portals." And I sailed my little ass across the river no to Queens, way. and I thought that just makes this game feel so big and mm-hmm. like. I don't know. It was like a fun moment of like, holy shit, I can kind of do anything. And like knowing that when I'm like looking over to Queens that I could be there within like, you know, 25 seconds. It's just very cool to me. I I love the web wings because of that. You guys ready for my criticisms of this game? Let's do it. When can I do those? Hey, fire away. Non-spoilery. I guess these are minor spoilers, but like, so you, my number one biggest complaint, and it's so dumb that this is my biggest one, but you cannot replay J Jonah Jameson's uh, broadcasts and you cannot replay the Dana cast, Mm. the podcasts or whatever radio, whatever they are that the Spider-Man listened to as they, but I'm moving so quick, not to brag that J Jonah Jameson will be halfway through some insane screed about how Craven is good and Spider-Man is bad. (laughs) We haven't even talked about Craven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll get to a battle and it'll cut him off. And I'll be like, I'll listen to it after. There's no way to do that. It's gone. Yeah. They, oh, they, that they, bothers me. And you can't help you with the phone bases. calls. Oh, they help you with the phone calls. They're always like, oh, so what were the you saying? The phone calls get re- – But yeah, they don't do They it did that you. in the last game. The phone calls will start up again because those are story necessary. You can't, like, miss those. But I want to hear my JJJ. Totally. And also you can't replay bases, which I love replaying bases. Oh. You can only replay um, the Mysterio ones, which aren't really bases. The Mysterio like ones you can redo. They're yeah. like challenges. Yeah. But I want them bases. Yeah. And um, Could you do that my... in the old games, Will? Oh, yeah. You can replay all the Kingpin stuff, the Demon stuff, every all three, and the DLCs. You can replay everything. It was also a good way if you're, cho- if you're trophy hunting and you need to do like a certain move. You can go right. into uh-huh. a base and like 
farm a combat move, but I just I just like I just like the the combat. Okay, those are my those are those that's it. Well, you so you're speaking of moves. I I was saying earlier that like at first I was like down on the combat, but now I'm really into it. And that even happened before I got the new Peter abilities. Um, I found that just the more I played it, the more that I um, ended up needing to adjust my approach to fights and to actually use my skill set. And once I started doing that, it, it got way more, f- way more fun. Um, like I'm trying to think of a new ability that I really like. Uh, I think just the gadgets I'm using more than I used to like. And I love that you can upgrade the strength of the gadgets. Like I, I like that one that pulls all the enemies together. It's great. Um, Web grabber. Yes. So good. Mike, I do still have a criticism about the um, the combat. And that is that I'm playing on the like, not the highest difficulty, but like the the amazing or whatever. Right. Yeah. The enemies, even the most basic of enemies are such damage sponges. Like I and first I was like, OK, am I being ridiculous or or like, am I complaining too much or is that the case? So I fought a regular thug in the middle of a crime battle, the last one that was there so I could just focus on this guy and not, you know, dodge machine gun bullets. So what I did was I held down square, you know, you uppercut someone in the air. So first of all, you're punching someone so So hard hard. that they fly in the air. Then I web yanked them down. So that slams them into the ground. I repeated that five times to kill a regular enemy and i was just not that everything has to be tied to real world logic but i was like just kill this guy after two of yeah, those well or here's something. the thing if you did that to me one time i would die like yeah. i would actually <laughs> die yeah. Uh, yeah i will say though you can adjust um all, like i said i've been raving about the options i did knock down the enemy health uh one level and that was before I did this test too. So they they just take a lot of damage sometimes. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. There, My there biggest are... complaint of the game is that I'm just not Spider Man for real. I just kind of <laughs> really wish that I was Spider Man. Yeah, huge complaint. They're there working people. on a way to do something in the next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to know too. Like anybody especially... tear up at any time in this game or come close? Not yet. Have not you? Yet. Yes. I'm trying Ooh. to think if I had, like, if I had, it might have been around miles, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Not in this one, but it's not like it's bad. I just think that for whatever reason, I, you know, I, I think also because it's Spider-Man and I know a lot of the stories already, it just all felt very familiar and satisfying, sure. but then nothing was super surprising. There are some surprising things that happen, but they're not like tearjerkers in my opinion, but you know, I liked the sort of end of Miles's story with certain characters in the game, not to spoil it. I think there's like a great ending to a relationship in the game mm. that I thought if anything was going to get me to tear up is is that. And it's about, you know, it, about his dad and about a lot of stuff. But yeah, no tearing up, really. What, what parts did you tear up at, Will? Do you remember? I can't say they're spoilery. Okay. I'll, tell you, okay. I'll tell you after. But there's two big story points in the game. Uh, they're both miles related. Yeah, and uh, they got me good out of wow. nowhere too. I think the the only... first game, the first game, the only thing that got me was the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's yeah. a big death at the end that hit me pretty hard. Uh, but there was two points of this that like I I choked up. 
I was I, like genuinely. It's hard moved. for me to cry in a video game. I think the only time I cried in a video game was the end of Red Dead Two, or oh, not yeah. the end, but the end. I know of what you mean. A certain part. The end. Yes, it's, the end of the main story. One of the most cinematic moments in any video game. And I don't know if there's anything in this universe or in this insomniac world that can get me there. Maybe I don't think so either. It's not as it's not as nuanced or as deep as Red yeah, Dead. a little bit. Yeah. Um, speaking of the you know the story points and the emotions, uh, so far, uh, Peter definitely takes a front seat to Miles for me. Which you know, I mean, what did I really expect? It's a Spider-Man game that that and Peter is the main Spider-Man. Um, but I do find myself being more emotionally tied to what is going on with miles for the most part through um you know the rest of the game that you two have finished does it well a is that does that feel true to you and b does that sort is that sort of how the hierarchy feels like it goes story focus wise what do you think will they trade pete peter and miles are pretty evenly P- peter's slight peter's the main character oh, okay but there's a lot of miles time, and there's good, a lot good. of missions that are miles specific. Cool. Um, I think at the end of the day, I maybe said this on Get Played, but I think it's like a sixty forty. Yes, Spider Man. That's and right. or a Peter, and I think it makes sense for the story. And I think at the end of the game, you it just all makes sense. At the end of the game, you're like, I get it. I understand mm-hmm. why we told the story this way. And but you're still. I think there's like I said. Miles is, has a whole arc and a whole story and his story is the 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 final missions of that story are as interesting as mm. um Peter's but mm. obviously Peter's is more l- related to some of the other main characters so Peter gets a little bit more shine but not by much not by much okay cool. the Miles and Peter friendship also is its a own factor. arc yeah yeah and like i think um, that's my favorite arc in the in the game. In my game, I was wondering if they were going to get into that a bit, and Miles just said his first line that made me think, "Oh, this is where they're going with this." And I'm just I'm glad that they did, and they don't feel like two separate characters in a game because um, they have a relationship. So that's cool. Um, I'll I'll also say one other thing that I think is incredible about this game that maybe we haven't touched on, and this isn't a spoiler. But there are times where you'll go and do a mission and you'll be Miles and then Peter will show up and help yes. you. Oh, yes. It's yeah. so fucking tight. It, it is like the thing yes. you were saying, Matt, of feeling like you are Spider-Man. Yeah. Showing up to a fight where someone's already fighting is so tight. Yes. There are, there are other versions of that throughout the game, but it's just so satisfying and incredibly well done and feels There's... like one of the st- the big step ups that they've done in this I game. Told, I can't believe we almost forgot to say that. But yeah, the team ups. So you know, tight. Peter and Miles, you, you'll get to a fight. Miles is already there fighting them, or you're there and Miles joins, or vice versa. And there's, and like Sean said, there's other characters who join in sometimes too. Every permutation of it changes the banter that happens. It changes the fight a little bit. It's really impressive. And it changes throughout the game. Like in this middle part of the game, you'll have these characters helping, or at this part of the game, you'll have right, that character. Right. It truly makes it makes some of the like the the repetitive stuff that i was not loving in the first one feels so much more nuanced and and fun i love also, that. I think it's great in post game you, you you meet these variety of thugs yeah. in the post game they're all mixed up like yeah in the, it's crazy in the spider-man the first game you'd play either kingpin's gang or the demons or 
the Silver Sable mercenary force or whatever, uh, or the escaped prisoners, right? They would be separate. There's there's different species of thugs, and they're all mixed up at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's really it fun. Is, it's hilarious, also, because they're such heightened, crazy yeah. creatures. Mm-hmm. But um, so your your partners who help you fight are just like mixing it up with this insane variety of attacks. And I was like, God damn, they really they really polish the combat on this. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, what I love most about those team up moments is how afterwards you can go and interact with the other character. And the first time I did it with Peter, Peter and Miles, like they try to high five, but they sort of screw it up and then they don't know what to do. And they just hug. They just give each other. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, yeah. That's like very that. insomnia. Very wholesome. Do you see that they do the meme? They do the famous spider yeah. meme uh-huh. where they point at each other. Yeah, I thought that was ni- a nice little touch. Really fun. Like I thought it's the type of thing where like they could have put it in the game as like in a cutscene or something, but to just make it so that I press triangle and it happens is really fun. Did you guys? Oh yeah, they also the car chases are a lot simpler in this game, and I think Which that's I better. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's need so to spend simple. a lot of time on those. Yeah. You can catch them within one second, like if you do it correctly, and it's it's really it's fun. satisfying. Did you guys play the Guardians of the Galaxy video game? That was yes, I, I loved it. I, I got about twenty five percent through yeah. it. I, I loved it, and what I found interesting about it is, I think the gameplay of Guardians is kind of weak. I think like the battles is sort of subpar, yeah. and the story is very much on rails. It's not an open world. You do one sequence, you do the next sequence, you do the next sequence. There's very small side quests, but the characterization is great in Guardians. The mm-hmm. voices, the personalities, the jokes are on par. The intra-team banter is, in my opinion, great throughout Guardians, and it taught me that it's like, all right, if you're not going to make a great game, give me some good characters Yes. And and you've got me like 80% of the way. Yeah. And these team-ups remind me of Guardians and that like it yeah. changes the flavor of each battle depending on who's there. Because you're just like in be Guardians spending... like yeah. Groot says something different than Gamora or whatever. Right, cuz you want to be you're going to be spending so much time with these characters. You want to at the very least like in, enjoy them. <laughs> like yeah. the fact that like the performances in this game are so strong um the like the actors who play like miles and peter like that's carrying me so far uh i mean through all of their games but like i just like i just like to be spider-man but i love their relationship and their dynamic so much and i said this to sean the other day i do see a world i see like a way forward for spider-man um that maybe uh will uh as a spider-man like fanatic uh I'd be interested to hear what, what you think about this. I think right now, Miles, Miles in the first in the first like few years of being a character, it was created in 2010, right? Was like sort of like not like a huge splash, but then once they started giving him his own stories and like putting him in things and stuff, uh, he became more interesting. I think in the next like 10 years, he's like the main Spider-Man. Like Could I be. think he's like he's, I don't he, I think. His his story is like, I don't know. Like I I, I find myself. He's definitely evolved. Like when he yes. was born in the comics, he was, he was trying to do too many things at once. Yes, he was foggy, but then, a couple of comics writers, made some good moves. And really, the Spider Verse movie, the Spider Verse yeah. movie, cemented Miles as a fantastic character. I think permanently. Be- and yeah, this video because... game is probably number two behind that yeah. in terms of 
showing us what Miles can be. Because all these, a lot of these characters, a lot of these like Marvel characters have alternate, um, like alternate heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's more than one um, Captain sure, America. Yeah. There's more than right. one Spider Man. There's more than one. Um, the X Men don't have their own. Like they're all kind of singular. But well, like, like specifically, like Barry Allen was the original Flash, right? And then there was a main Flash that was who was the, the Wally West. Wally West. Yes. So like, the, you, you, there is a or world different where... Robins. You know, you got like Dick Grayson, exactly, Jason yeah. Todd, Tim Drake, Damian Wayne. I see Miles coming into the forefront as well. I agree with that. I, I think that what Miles has that Peter doesn't have is Miles is stepping into the shoes of a father figure and trying to mm-hmm. make good and comics, you know, a lot of comics characters, it's dad shit all the way down. Mm-hmm. And so Peter has the absent father, the father that he accidentally betrayed the guilt, mm-hmm. but miles has the pressure to like, yeah, try to like prove that he's worthy. And you relate to that as a human, just like, Hey, am I going to be as good as the people who came before? Like, uh, it's really compelling, but I, I kind of don't see Peter ever going away. Like, yeah, he's they still just the announced, OG. Did, yeah. did, did Will? Did you see the new Ultimate Spider-Man that they announced? The the uh, no, I didn't. There, there's a new ult. There's a new oh, Ultimate yes. Spider-Man where he's gonna be like, he becomes Spider-Man as a father. Like he has a family. He's like older Spider-Man. Oh, interesting. And so, like the the picture is like him in a Spider-Man costume with his wife and kids around. You know. So oh, there, I, I I'm trying to remember who's writing it. It's one of those incredible comic book writers. But they're they're like, yeah, we want to Hickman. It's Jonathan Hickman. Jonathan Hickman. Ooh, so they're Hickman's like, Hickman's doing Cuchetto. it. Yeah, yeah. dude. Ooh, girl. So, so that's gonna the, be some stuff. That's what I mean. Is there... Hickman leaves nothing in his. He's he is like the venom of storytellers. Like he wrecks everything in a way that's exciting. Like yeah, mm. he has no reverence for what came before in a really interesting way. So I and, and completely re wrote x-men i yeah. i think i'm still are you still reading that run will are you following x-men yeah i'm uh, kind no. of behind you you stopped re- i feel like most stopped. people stopped reading it once it wasn't hickman but i'm gonna catch up again jerry duggan's been doing it and he's like one of the smartest writers going so i'm yeah. curious to I'm curious to catch up. I just, I don't know. I didn't have the bandwidth. I, I think Peter will be around in stuff like the Ultimates, but I, I think they're just going to keep him around, but maybe there will be a time when the main sort of teenage Spider-Man will be Miles Morales, which will be fun. Um, but I, but I, this game, you're right, Will, is like one of the things that is making him so popular because I, I can't see Spider-Man without him now. Yeah, I love him together. I love the Spider-Man. I love the friendship. Yeah, me too. It's I like awesome. the crew. Get Come in with the crew. Yeah, original yeah. Spider-Man was a loner, but only in the original incarnation of the Spider-Man comics is Peter Parker a completely sad loner. The second artist who came in after Steve Ditko gave him Mary Jane, beefed up Gwen Stacy, Harry, gave him like friends. And ever yeah. since then, he is a social creature. He's got to have his crew. That's the whole deal. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, f- folks, we've been here for a bit, so I just kind of want to give us everyone – uh, either a chance to share something they didn't want to share or just wrap up their thoughts as we head out. Matt, I know you are uh, super early in this game, but is there anything you didn't get to share or like a last word you want to say? Um, I guess I, I make, I mean, I, 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 I think I got it all out. I, I, I am excited to obviously finish this game at some point and 
and uh, experience the story. I, I'm a big Venom fan also. I, I, I love Venom, so I'm excited to experience that part of the game. Um, so I'm just, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what else, uh, this game has to offer because, um, Will, you mentioned earlier, the, the Spider-Man two movie tie-in game for PlayStation two was when I was a kid an all timer to me, I was like, this is like one of the, I can't believe that this is even possible that I can swing around in New York city. And, um, this, uh, you know, it's just bringing me back to those, uh, those days. And, uh, I just, I, I just look, I love Venom. I can't wait to see him. (laughs) Oh, you're gonna! I you gotta tell me what you you you, you okay. can, you're gonna get your fill. Um, the thing <laughs> I'll say is that I really love this movie. I'm a fan of like comic book characters, but you know sometimes I don't consider Spider Man like my top top. Mm-hmm. But these games do a lot for my Spider fandom. Like finishing this game, I was just so pumped about Spider-Man and thinking about the future of this universe. It feels like they're going to make another one. feels really exciting. One thing we didn't mention, I, I there are a lot of games that have like, get this costume, get that costume. Oh my gosh. No more satisfying thing than getting the costumes. These Spider-Man costumes are fucking incredible. They look great. They're from all over the continuity of Spider-Man, and it's just satisfying to get yeah. Spider-Punk. It's satisfying to get <laughs> yes, the Iron yes, Spider. Yes. It's satisfying to get all these costumes for both Miles and Peter. It's just really, really satisfying. And I don't care too much about the costumes in games. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. Like That's some stuff that I normally leave behind. But I grinded really hard to get every costume in this and every design of the Me costumes. Too. And it's really fun. And I found myself switching it up a lot with Miles. And I played with Spider-Punk most of the time with Peter. Yeah. But switching it up was always so fun. I mean, there's oh. look, this is not I this is the mildest of spoilers, but there's a costume in there that looks like a Wolverine costume. So I'm like I mean, mm-hmm. extremely. It, so it makes me think like okay. It's called, it's called the best there is. Exactly. Wow. So it is like a Wolverine Easter egg. So I'm like, I, I like that kind of thing and the costumes are really cool oh dude the jazz musician one for miles i super Great. dug that's a good uh, one too what i think is really funny about the costumes is um i switched them all the time i was constantly switching me too you get the nick cage character spider noir i guess yeah. this is a spoiler that's the first but one that stuck for me i i swung around as him forever it just <laughs> yeah. is it makes everything look so funny to have it be <laughs> spider noir. Yeah. But also at some point, J. Jonah Jameson comes on. He's like, what's with Spider-Man switching his costumes so much? Oh, what is that's this, a interesting. fashion show? Like, isn't it enough for him to be annoying in just one look? I got to like update my personal database of how to hate him or whatever. Right. And I was like, that's, that's so, so funny. funny. Gosh. Yeah. It's yeah that, that one. I mean, I love to but like they introduced in miles Morales, like you can have it so that it, the costume is like at 17 frames per second. Right. But it's the like game's film 60. Like an animation look. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, it was for me, it was that one was the first one where I kind of stopped switching until Spider Punk showed up as an option. And I was like, well, that's where we're going for now. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, uh, any last thoughts for you about this game or anything Just you can get to Thanks mention? for. Thanks for asking me to talk about it. I really loved playing it. So it's, I'm really happy to share. You bet some experiences with other folks and uh i'm glad it exists yeah well what a great what a great implementation of a great character i think this and the arkham games arkham is still top top Mm -hmm. super superhero implementation partly because it came first uh but but 
they're just both so terrific. I love yeah. I think I prefer this to Arkham, to be honest. But I, I, it's I got a different I, vibe. It's a different vibe. That it just Arkham didn't the this there wasn't a Ar, Gotham isn't as much of a character as New York is in this. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> it's really just that that feeling is unmatched in my opinion and then also to be a superhero is just it's incredible yeah um will i had to get you on i know you're such a spider head i was like i know who's gonna be playing this matthew we yeah, talked about you. miles morales and sean i just yeah. texted you out of the blue and yeah. you were like yeah I happened to have 100 percent of this thing <laughs> um but yeah folks i mean i've gotten to share plenty i'm so excited to keep playing this game i I can't put it down. I, like I said, I, I was like underwhelmed by the beginning. And I know a lot I of people. I was too. I was yeah. too. First two hours, I was like, I don't know if this is doing it for me. Now I'm like, this is just as fun for me as you the are other right game. on the cusp. I think give it like one more yeah. story mission. I, oh, I, I'm there now. I also just am really interested to hear what your guys' end game opinion is because there's so much to talk about at the end. Mm. Of the oh my game. gosh. Act so three is many nuts. Things. Yeah, so, I can't wait. It's like I'm Act so three excited. is nuts, but then like the coat, the like end end of the game where you're just yes. like, all right, here are all the final cutscenes. Those are crazy too. Crazy. How about the final final one introducing it's crazy. a possible new protagonist? Yeah, it's crazy. Now you're just making stuff up. Final, <laughs> well, final. You'll have to find out. You'll uh, have to find out. Folks, this has been another episode of Video Games, a comedy show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. On our way out, though, let's turn to our guest one last time and give you a chance to uh, plug whatever you want. Matthew, thanks for being here, dude. Uh, what do you want to plug on your way out? Uh, just, yeah, get played uh, wherever you get podcasts and uh, and get animated on on Patreon. We, we talk about uh, anime on, on that one, if you can believe it. And uh, just, uh, yeah, I guess follow me on Instagram. And that's where I, I am these days. Um, and I, yeah, that's that's it. That's all my stuff. I've heard that Get Played is the premier video game podcast. That's what that's what people have said. I don't know. I hear, I hear it's S tier. I think it's S tier. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's something that uh, we we didn't start that. I think people started saying it, and then we started saying it after they said it. Stolen yeah. valor, I guess. But it's it's pretty it's pretty cool that that that's sort of circulating. I that, do enjoy yeah. listening to both the two podcasts who say that, and I've been trying to get other podcasts to start saying it so that every video game podcast says it. But uh, it's like our thing though so like um so don't you will like uh you can go ahead but uh i guess lawyer up okay for sure uh <laughs> sean distin first time um, not just on the show but on this network dude i'm so glad that you could join what do you yeah. want to plug well look i did an entire video game podcast recently where i did not talk about the main show i've worked on in the last <laughs> two years um i like i mentioned i i was a writer and producer on twisted metal it is a insane television show that's on Peacock. It's 10 episodes. We Yes, we adapted the video game Twisted Metal, and there is Easter eggs and, and, and stuff from every single one of the games. You'll be surprised the amount of shit we threw in this show. And I also think if you are a person who likes Twisted Metal, you'll love it. But if you have never even heard of Twisted Metal, I think there's a story and a compelling set of characters that you're going to laugh at. And honestly, I think by the end you will love and be rooting for. So check out twisted metal. It's a, one of those video game adaptations, but you know, it's a, it's a good one. I, I, I say pound for pound as good as the last of us, the last of us is good and maybe we'll win an Emmy and we um, will have like 
fans on Reddit or something. You'll have a pizza party. <laughs> uh, have a pizza party. Well, congrats on that job too. That's killer. Thanks. Um, yeah. Will Hines, on your way out, pal. Thanks for being. Thanks for coming back here. First time on the show too. And what would you like to plug? Just follow me on Instagram. I'm Willie B Hines. W-I-L-L-I-E-B-H-I-N-E-S. I'll follow you back because I want you to see my funny Instagram notes. Um, but that's <laughs> that Instagram is where I promote all of my projects. I started an improv school. It's called the World's Greatest Improv yeah. School. It's really chaotic right now and fun. We got Craig Kikowski teaching some stuff for us. Whoa. I'm doing a sci-fi class, and I'm going to be doing a Headless Herald. I got an improv substack where I'm tearing up. I'm tearing up the improv world. I'm burning it up with hot takes and then <laughs> I'm putting them doing and it. I'm putting them to the test in my own improv classes. So follow me on Instagram to, to catch up with this and all the other nonsense I do. Yeah. If you've ever had will for so much as a practice, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a wealth of knowledge to be shared when it comes what to a improv. nice way to say he talks too much when he coaches, <laughs> but no, I get it. No I get way. it. He famously can do uh, like one or two word impression of most improvisers. Uh, and it's actually <laughs> incredible to watch. <laughs> Will, I also wanted to mention, I don't know if you're doing them currently, but you have a comic book podcast. And I do, yes. when this when this run ends, like at the end of Fall of X, I would love to come on and talk about it. Oh, let's do it. Like if, if you finish it or whatever, I'd love to fix Because it is such a unique thing that's happened. I, and- I agree. I, I for people who like comics but don't know where to like start, I just picked up Powers of X or whatever and was House of X and Powers of X is one of the most audacious beginnings of a comics chapter I've ever read. And and you can On read par it having, with the birth of Spider Man, just like it, a a seismic earthquake slash atomic bomb. And you can read it kind of having a cursory history of of X Men because they just kind of use so much like it, it's or insane. you could be or you can be encyclopedic because they've got so many Easter eggs. There are so many Easter eggs, but it's a really fun one. And and they're in they're I guess the run seems to be wrapping up. I don't know what's going to happen after, but I'd love to chat about it on that pod. Dang. Um. Well, uh, folks, thanks for being on this. I'm gonna go ahead and just close this show out with some plugs of my own before we sneak out of this. Scary hospital that I know none of us, including myself, have forgotten that we were in. I oh, no, no, I, I can't stop stay. thinking about it. Yeah, Matt's <laughs> going to stay. His girlfriend works here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Health insurance. What? You, she's got it. So what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Good yeah, job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, lots of legs for the looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, For me, myself, just my personal plugs. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky. I'm at Connor McCabe on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm on Blue Sky at Connor McCabe. I also host another video game podcast, a part of this network. Check that out. It's called Call Me By Your Game. Uh, I have someone on to hear from them about a meaningful video game from a particular moment in their life. Uh, Matthew and Will have not just been on their own solo episodes, but on co-op editions as well. Sean, I'm going to ask you at some point, going to get you on that show. So there'll even be a Sean Distant edition. Um, so check that podcast out wherever you get yours. Uh, and for the network, you can find the show also on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky. Follow us there to see what we've got going on, our great episodes that come out. And I'll plug it one more time. Check us out on Patreon. If you like the stuff that we do on these shows, I think you're going to love what you find there. For By supporting us, you get bonus podcasts. Currently, you get three podcasts a week, which is just insane, including our Resident Evil 2 Games Club. Uh, and hey, check this feed Friday for the first full episode of that. 
But that'll do it for this episode of Video Games, a comedy show. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.